Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the August 4th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we're going to look at number 1734 through 1738 of the Catechism. 1734. Freedom makes man responsible for his acts to the extent that they are voluntary. Progress in virtue, knowledge of the good, and assesses, enhance the mastery of the will over its acts. 1735. Imputability and responsibility for an action can be diminished or even nullified by ignorance, inadvertence, duress, fear, habit, inordinate attachments and other psychological or social factors. 1736. Every act directly willed is imputable to its author. Thus the Lord asked Eve after the sin in the garden, What is it that you have done? He asked Cain the same question. The prophet Nathan questioned David in the same way after he committed adultery with the wife of Uriah and had him murdered. An action can be indirectly voluntary when it results from negligence regarding something one should have done, known or done. For an example, an accident arising from ignorance of traffic laws. 1737. An effect can be tolerated without being willed by its agent. For example, a mother's exhaustion from tending her sick child. A bad effect is not imputable if it was not willed either as an end or as a means itself. For example, the death of a person incurs in aiding somebody in danger. For a bad effect to be imputable, it must be foreseeable and its agent must have the possibility of avoiding it, as in the case of manslaughter caused by a drunken driver. 1738. Freedom is exercised in responsibility between human beings. Every human person created in the image of God has the right, the natural right, to be recognized as a free and responsible being. All owe to each other this duty of respect, the right to the exercise of freedom, especially in moral and religious matters, is an inalienable requirement of the dignity of the human person. This right must be recognised and protected by civil authority within the limits of the common good and public order. Okay, again, that our freedom means that we are, um, we are moral actors, that we work in the world. And yet we must see also, though, that this freedom must really be free. That if you're compelled to do something... You know, then um, you're not fully free. And this can either be absolute or partial. So it can be that you are influenced by ignorance, inadvertence, duress, fear, habit, inordinate attachments, and other psychological or social factors. So if you do something by mistake, it can be a terrible tragedy, but it's not a human action. It's not, it's not a sin, it's not sinful. For example, I mean, I remember there's a far side cartoon of the president of the United States asleep and he's uh, waking up in the morning and on the the um, on the bedside locker, there is an alarm clock with a big snooze button and next to it is the button that launches the nuclear weapons to cause World War Three. And you see the president's hand going down, trying to hit the um, hit the snooze button, but he is going to hit the button for the nuclear Armageddon 
And again, this is a stupid example, but it shows that But if we do something, even if it is a disaster, even if it is terrible, if we're not free, it's not sinful. So you could say, yes, it would be negligent to have the button there, um, a stupid place to put it. Okay, that's a different matter. But if we genuinely do something that we don't have control over, so somebody is threatening you, somebody is threatening your child, you are, um, I don't know, there's something that you didn't know you 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 didn't know it um and you're uh and you do something that is uh, that is terrible yes it is terrible it remains terrible but it's not sinful because you were not free in doing it or you were mistaken and so um in a sense this lets off the hook a lot but unfortunately there are plenty of times when we knew full well what we were doing and did wrong but it's this thing this is why the moral life in in Christianity is something that is um, that is complicated. That's why we need to take time with things. That when we're making important decisions, that we make them well, and then when something goes wrong, that we um, that we see what went wrong, what went wrong. This thing that we talk about before confession, examination of conscience. Our conscience needs to be examined. Also traditionally to do it at night before you go to sleep, to examine your conscience and to ask God for forgiveness for any faults you may have committed during the day. But to examine, to see, what did I do? Was I free? And uh, again, not to be always looking for excuses to say, ah, well, maybe. No, but many times we are free. But on the other hand, I suppose, um, on the other hand, then we can judge others. That very much the Christian view um, is if you see something terrible happening to think maybe he didn't know what he was doing maybe she was uh, unaware of this maybe she was being forced and then um, I suppose rather than pointing the finger like is the tendency today to think there but for the grace of God go I to have humility under when faced with the sins of others not considering ourselves better than them but truly seeing that we are weak that we are fallible, that in our freedom we can often abuse it, and so to trust ourselves ever anew to the grace of Christ. And so we continue, and tomorrow we'll look at number 1739 through 1742. God bless.